Dance Masters, the podcast. I'm only listening if you get people chatting music with DJs behind the music. Chatting music with DJs behind the music. I'm James Blonde and welcome to the Dance Masters podcast where we dig a little deeper with the superstars of UK dance. We ask all our guests a series of questions and hope for a series of different answers to find out what's going on behind the scenes and what makes them tick. So if there's anything you want to ask on future shows, just get in touch and let us know. Tonight's guest on Dance Masters has racked up an impressive 14 chart hit singles and responsible for one of the biggest dance anthems of all time. After touring the world for nearly 30 years, they're as popular now as they have ever been on the live circuit with shows and festival appearances still filling their diary. Here to tell us more, we welcome Junior K from Entrance to Dance Masters. Hello, how are you? I'm very, very good. Set you free, and we have to talk about it. It was a massive tune. And then down the line, as Entrance, you then decided to release a few reworkings. And how did you go about deciding which tracks you were going to cover? I'm thinking of, obviously, Do You Think I'm Sexy and, and Staying Alive. Entrance have always been a collective, so there's always been like multiple members ultimately that were founded by kev and dale so kevin and dale they, they founded the band the classical musicians and i'm from like a club dj point of view and then because there were so many inputs and lots of involvement we were never actually specifically wanted to set out to be like a rave band or you know like a big dance band specifically it was just um set you free was a bit of a one-off almost fluke in a way where it started out as a college project and the rest is history really with that one you know it, that was a bit of a, a one-off but kev has always been big into samples in fact i'm not sure if you remember the track use your open your mind it was a sample from total recall the movie with arnold schwarzenegger the aha yeah in set you free was originally open your mind open your mind instead of aha yeah aha yeah and so kev was he's always been into samples massively into samples and so it weren't strange really for us to ever go down that road of sampling you know are doing samples and covers and stuff like that really yeah does that answer your question have I, have I gone have I, have I just gone off on one that, that more than answers my question that that's been perfect in fact it leads me to the next question that I wanted to ask you you just mentioned that Entrance is uh, is more of a collective and there have been a few lineup changes in the band over the years how do you feel that has affected the sound of the band disruptive in one sense you know it's obviously it's disruptive from the live gig point of view I left Entrance in 2004 I think and I went back about 2015, so I've not been back that long. I've probably only been back about seven or eight years. But we've just gone from strength to strength since I came back, especially from a live show point of view, because I really wanted to focus on that and get the fundamentals of the live shows right. The way that the record sales were going and releases weren't moving forward. They were only ever going to be underpinned by live shows. So I wanted to get the live side of it right before working on anything else studio recording-wise. And then once we got the, the foundation of the live fan base again, we could then pick up the recording side of it because there's lots of tracks ready to go. It has been disruptive because originally like a lot of the agents that I used to work with back in the 90s, they were all, oh, we didn't know to book. Kelly was still doing her gigs as well. But then it kind of caused a few issues in the people who wanted to book them. They wanted Kelly because she's the original singer, but they actually want the name Entrance. And so, but I think there's a nice balance as it stands now. People are booking Kelly for Kelly. I think people have now got the balance with the booking Entrance. And yeah, it can be disruptive, but ultimately things are good. I'm James Blonde. You're listening to Dance Masters tonight. We're here with Junior K from Entrance. It's time to find out what's in his box. This is where we have a bit of a deep dive into musically what makes our guests tick. So, Junior, is there a signature record or a go-to tune 
that you think defines your sound? Besides set you free. <laughs> Besides set you free. Uh, Besides set you free. Yeah. Generally, always play Sandstorm, Darude. It's generally always been like a bit of a get out of jail card. I understand why Darude Sandstorm would be that one record. I wouldn't say it's my favourite record, if that makes sense. It's a bit of a banker. It's never really let me down. Um, and especially when my MC's with me as well, especially when we've got MCB there. Obviously, there's no lyrics in it, so there's plenty of space for him to, to do his thing and hype the crowd as well. And that energy with the MC and, and the track is, um, yeah, is one of the go-to tracks. I do a lot of clubland gigs and I do a lot of 90s gigs. And sometimes I do like a fusion of both. This mix I've done for you guys is, is a bit of a fusion of both clubland and 90s. And I try to kind of pick some of my favourite tracks from clubland, like Ultra Beat and things like that. And some of my favourite 90s tracks as well. I wanted to do a little bit of a combination of both, really. Is the one all-time <laughs> favourite tune that you've got in your box? There's got to be. I don't want to answer that, though. I want some time to think about it. Can I come back next week? No, I'll... Yeah, I'll, yeah you can. I'll, um, I will be put on the spot. Um, While you think about it, here's a question. Is the one club classic tune that everybody loves, and there's been time and time again when you've had to play it, but you absolutely can't stand it? Uh, no. I don't think there's any songs that I can't stand, like, uh, that really great on me. There's got to be, aren't there? There's got to be songs that are great. But they're, they're probably ones that I won't have to play. Yeah. I think for me, it's almost like the songs that are overplayed or one that did get to the point where everyone was going crazy for it. And I just didn't get it. And I still don't know. Ultranate free. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whenever it comes on, everyone's there singing along. They're having a great time. Am I missing something here? I just don't quite get this tune. No, I, I get it. And it is, it's a bit of a Marmite track. I did quite like it at the time, but it was one that I felt hasn't aged as good as some of the others from around that era. There's so many great, great tracks. Because I love tracks like Grease 2000, Paul Van Dyke for an Angel. If you want to go back to The Prodigy, I remember hearing Charlie's for the first time and just being blown away by that. I, I, I know I'm like, it's, I'm probably... It's killing you to choose by the sound of things. <laughs> it's such a difficult, difficult question. I think, you know, if I had not worked in this industry for 30 years, and I, were, I might be able to sit back and go, no, that's my favourite song. But there's been so many moments where a song has meant so much in that moment, and I've got so many memories, it just makes it extremely difficult to pinpoint what one, one track. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on the fence massively, and I know that's really bad for you. It's, it's not great radio, is it? I can see this question's really, really paining you, so we'll put it this is. one down. Let's move on from there then. So a very young junior, he's got his pocket money in his hand. Can you remember what the first record you ever bought was? The first vinyl I ever bought was the Grease soundtrack. Really? Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a Grease soundtrack. That was the first record I ever, I ever bought. It's a bit of an embarrassing one, isn't it? But, but I'm being honest, and that, that's what it was. There's some great tracks and some bangers on it, to be fair. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. There's no, there's no problem with that. The next question is, do you have a secret guilty pleasure track? So you could have saved your last answer yeah. for this one. <laughs> for this one, yeah. yeah. There's probably a track on it. Um, uh -huh. I think, um, yeah, either Luther Vandross, Never Too Much, or Gwen McRae, All This Love That I'm Giving. 
Uh, both of them are great records. They're really, really good. I was expecting something like Spice Girls or Cheeky Girls or something like that. But no, both of those pretty incredible records. Um, so yeah, you know that should have been the other way around, shouldn't it? It should have been yeah. too much because the first record I ever bought, and that's my guilty pleasure is the Grease soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. I bet you're useless at poker. <laughs> oh, terrible. Do you have a treasured piece of vinyl, one in your collection that you'll take with you to your grave? I used to have a record shop back in the day in Barnsley, believe it or not. So I used to have some picture discs and stuff like that. You know, I think, yeah, I'm going to go with a track I produced under a different name, a track called Nasty Girl by In I A Day, and it was originally written by Prince for Vanity Six. I'd left Entrance at the time, and I wanted to. I was working on remixing and producing under the name of Riffs and Dre's. I got sent the a cappella for Nasty Girl by the label, and I was asked if I could do something with it. And I, I, long story short, I uh, ended up mashing it up with Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, Michael Jackson. I created a bootleg and sent it to the label. I know Michael Jackson was he was having one of his many court cases at that time. So we could never clear the sample, but Pete Tong made it his essential tune of the week. So I've got a lot of fond memories around that track because I was starting to have success in, in my own right. So I'm going to say that the original bootleg that I did of Nasty Girl, you know, how many people get to have a Pete Tong's essential tune of the week? Not very, me, very true. So. And that's the answer we wanted, the personal answer. Are there any new tunes in your box that we should be watching out for? You're asking a guy that bought Grease Soundtrack as his first ever record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't really ask that question. So we'll move on to the next one. <laughs> now, the, now the world's opening up again. Uh, what is it you're most looking forward to? Oh, I'm looking forward to getting back gigging again. I just want to get out there and gig. I want to see people dancing, singing, hugging each other and just with no inhibitions and just having a good time. Are there any big gigs that you've got coming up we should take notice of? There's a load. But they, they keep getting rescheduled. We do a big 90s fest in Sheffield, just on the outskirts of Sheffield, and that hopefully will still go ahead at the end of July. I don't know which ones are going to go ahead and which ones aren't. They're just getting pushed around and we've got lots of festivals. On. We've got one with yourself, haven't we? Yeah, we're doing Love Summer uh, down in Plimpton. It's down on the south coast. The sun's going to shine Is for it? that one anyway. That'll be a good okay, one. Okay, that'll be a good one. Yeah, uh, looking forward to that. We've got Cubics Festival. Um, obviously, we've got 90s Fest. Junior, thank you very, very much for joining us on the show. Cheers, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. You take care. So if you've liked what you've heard and you fancy adding some tunes into the mix... Check out the full two-hour show with an exclusive mix from tonight's guest at unionjackdance.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Join us back here next Friday on Dance Masters and don't forget to hit the link to subscribe. Dance Masters, the podcast. I'm only listening if you get people chatting music with DJs behind the music. Chatting music with DJs behind the music.